0: You're listening to the screeners podcast network from the big screen to the small screen and everything in between this is the
1: screeners podcast where all media is appreciated but none is safe hello and welcome back to the screeners podcast I'm Daniel
2: this is Chad I'm
3: Chris and I'm Josh
1: and we are back we have taken a few weeks off here towards the end of the summer, but we are so excited to dive back into recording some episodes for you. Today we have a nice summer recap. We have, we're have we going to wrap up our box office wager, get the results there, see who won. Uh, I don't have a great feeling about this one, but I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, and, and we're going to talk about some other favorite movies from the summer, but before we dive in there... As always, we want to remind you, chime in on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at ScreenersCast. On Facebook, search The Screeners Podcast. Uh, You can even shoot us an email, ScreenersCast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you guys. And also, we would love it if you're enjoying the show. You can uh, subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps other people discover the show. You can tell them that we're worth listening to, if that's the opinion you hold. All right, well, let's go ahead and dive into our summer recap episode. first up today like I said it's our summer recap so I just want to hear we're gonna go around the horn here and just uh, talk about what our favorite and least favorite movies of the summer were all right so we're gonna start with the good things we're gonna start with our favorite movies of the summer Keeping it positive. Keeping it positive. And then we're going to bring it down real hard with the the least favorite. Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and start with Chris. Chris, what is your favorite movie from summer 2018?
0: Mission Impossible Fallout was my favorite movie of the summer, at least of the blockbusters. I'm sure there may have been one or two others that I've seen in there that that may come close. But as far as the movie that I loved and wanted to see more of and can't wait to own uh, when it comes to... To home video or whatever, uh, I'm excited. It's uh, it was a, it was a great movie. It was a lot of fun, and I think it did some really great, interesting things. So, Mission Impossible Fallout, number one for me.
1: Excellent pick. You know, Chad was not available to be on our episode for that one. Uh, so
2: boy, I wish I would yeah. have been. He
1: didn't join us, but I hear, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, he thought we were a little over positive. Yeah, really,
2: so, I, dude. I was I was disappointed that there was a window of two or three movies there where I couldn't be on the show. So as I was catching up listening, I could not believe how much you guys loved that movie. I, it was so hyperbolic. It was stuff like the greatest action film in the last decade. Okay, it was, I we could not say I that. I couldn't believe it. No, yes, we you didn't, did. We didn't say that. Anyway, I think it's fine. I don't hate it that you love it. But man, you guys were just like, you were over the moon. I, 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 it's easily I, it's the
1: best Mission, Mission Impossible film.
0: I For stand sure. by it. That's I think it's crazy. the best action movie this summer. I I, I really do. Even, I mean, I enjoyed it more than... I mean, what most people, I think, are saying is the best one, at least box office-wise anyway, Avengers. I enjoyed Fallout infinitely more mm-hmm. than I did uh, uh, Avengers. So, yeah, just can where get on I, board that's where with I learned. that.
2: I think it's the best action film of the summer, but I think you guys thought it was a little better than that but it's okay whatever you're you asking hey listen it. the
0: question was what's your favorite movie i'm coming this back summer? i'm bringing
2: balance i'm bringing balance back to the screeners My you guys have been loving stuff way too much josh hasn't been seeing it so somebody's got a course correct here well
1: before <laughs> we hear what chad's favorite is let let's go to josh Ooh, josh how many me.
3: movies did you see this
1: summer and what was your favorite
3: you didn't tell me I was gonna have to count.
1: Yeah, you have to. Ca- well, I didn't figure. I figured you wouldn't have to count very high.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I do have two hands, so I guess right. I guess I'm okay with that. I saw at least three or four. I, you know, <laughs> okay. That's and not bad, actually, respectable. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, actually, my favorite is. It's kind of hard to choose because mm-hmm. I managed to avoid all the terrible blockbusters that mm-hmm. I would normally complain about <laughs> by simply not going to the theater. So. Hmm.
2: Interesting strategy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know it's not being on the show has, has really helped my, my general morale in life. Good grief. As Ouch. it relates to movies.: Wow. Anyway. I, I think for my favorite, I'm going to have to pick something that I had, I had some sort of high hopes for going into the theater, but in some ways it was just completely unexpected and just a great time, and that was sorry to bother you which we didn't get a chance mm. to talk about on the show, but was just great and is worth seeing and is hilarious.
2: I would like to say that if Chris saw that movie, it would be his least favorite movie. <laughs> of the I can see just, that.
3: Just put that right up there with Visioneers. No, no, it, was, it was laugh out loud funnier than Visioneers was.
0: Visioneers is maybe one of my least favorite hour I'm and a so half. I'm so glad <laughs> I got you to watch that
3: movie i don't even know what you guys are talking about
0: yeah you don't need to know it's terrible
3: this was a previous make make me watch segment from like three years ago or or something and it was it was a lot of fun (laughs) you should go watch this movie by the way daniel
1: good to know i'll i won't keep that in mind uh (laughs) sorry to bother you was easily the weirdest movie of the summer oh but Um, it was great it, you know, I'm not sure I loved it necessarily as much as it sounds like you did, but I I appreciated it. it. As weird as it was, it had a lot to say, but I think I think the weirdness, the absurdity sometimes overshadowed the overall message of the movie, but it was really really original. Chad, did yeah. you like it?
3: That is true.
2: I did like it very much. I do think and I'm on board with like crazy stuff. I'm yeah. on board with directors really pushing the envelope. I do think however there's so much in there that the director is trying to and he's an activist director and so and this is his debut feature and so I feel like he had so many different rabbits that he was trying to chase that in it it sort of short-circuited some of them and so it didn't land for me as much as I think it could have if it had been a little more focused but overall it's wholly unique there's no doubt about that
1: no question awesome good pick all right Chad what was your favorite movie of the summer
2: well, I have to, full disclosure, I have still not seen 8th Grade, and there are a few other movies that normally I would have seen by now, but just my, my schedule's been crazy and I haven't had a chance to see it. So, as it stands today, and this may change, I'm not even sure if this one will end up on my top 10 at the end of the year, but as it stands today, it's in my top 10, and my favorite, this is it's hard for me because it was my favorite movie going experience of the summer although it's probably not the best movie I saw this summer but I still have to go with my heart on this one and that is Won't You Be My Neighbor I knew it the documentary Won't You Be My Neighbor I'm I love that movie so much and I have some problem just a few minor quibbles with the construct of some of it and it's it doesn't get super deep right and so Mm. people have somewhat critiqued it for being kind of shallow but it has my favorite ending maybe of the last decade it is it's just marvelous in every way it's moving it's a you know have heard people say it's a, a much-needed dose of empathy in, in today today's troubled times and all of that stuff's true I mean it's absolutely true so for me it was just it, it the best time I had at the movies and the most emotional I've been at the movies all in one so for me won't you be my neighbor
1: Fantastic pick. I rewatched that again at home when it finally came came to to home video. I I, I love that movie so much. And it was just as affecting the the second time I watched it. That is so 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 good. Yeah, uh, it's great. Chris and Josh, did you guys see that?
0: I haven't yet. I, I just saw it on iTunes and I think Mel and I were going to uh at some point in the near future watch it. I'm I'm excited to see it. I just haven't made time for it yet. Yeah.
3: I actually did. We we ended up getting to see it um, a little while after it was released, and it was it's worth seeing for sure.
1: Great pick. For me, if I was to choose my favorite blockbuster, I would 100% agree with Chris. Mission Impossible Fallout is easily the best like bl- traditional summer movie, blockbuster action Best movie. action movie of the decade. Yes, bat- best action movie of all time. No, of a decade of
3: a generation is, I believe, the phrase you're looking for. <laughs> there it you is. You know,
0: honestly, now that you're saying this, I'm actually going to have to think about it because I may have enjoyed it that That's much. That's what I'm saying. Okay. That's I'm <laughs> saying. I didn't, <laughs> I knew it. but...
3: I knew it. But...
1: <laughs> Uh, So no, but that's not my favorite movie this summer. That would be my favorite traditional summer movie. But uh, my favorite movie... Hang 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 hang
0: hang on are you saying that like if the oscars had like a separate category oh, good grief. <laughs> you would say
1: <laughs> yes thankfully they don't so at least this year we'll see what happens next year my favorite movie of the summer was a movie we reviewed a few weeks ago and that is black Klansman. i really really oh, loved that movie okay. i think it is a perfect movie for 2018 i think the whole construction of the film really has some important things to say so i and it's hilarious too it's not just some super serious message movie it's really funny really entertaining in addition to having great stuff to say so i love that movie so much it's currently my favorite movie of the entire year uh so we'll see how long that lasts as we head into oscar season here well, well all right let's bring things down a little bit <laughs> let's talk about our least favorite movie of mm. the summer chris what do you have
0: You know, there are very few movies that I walk out of and I am just angry that I wish the film didn't exist, that Mm. I just, ugh. And this movie for me was that. I, I cannot speak any less of this movie. I really despised it. And that was, unfortunately... Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. For wow. Months.
2: The space time continuum is wow. just ripped, people.
0: Um, I'm, I'm sad I wasn't able to be on that episode with you yeah. guys. Um, I was so disappointed with it. It really it made me angry. It like, like just viscerally, I wanted to throw up after having seen that movie. Um, it was so bad for mm, me. Yep. So, wow. Um, I despised it with all of my. I mean. You guys have to know Jurassic Park is my favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. I actually quite enjoyed Jurassic World. I think nope. Fallen Kingdom is a flaming trash pile. Like I think it is it is the worst. Um, so anyway, for me, without without question, it's Fallen Kingdom. I, I despised that movie. Passionately, passionately.
2: Welcome, welcome to the, the dark side, Chris. <laughs> wow, it, it was a
0: bad movie, guys. It was genuinely a bad movie. Wow, all all around was a bad movie. Bad message, uh, poor visual effects, bad plot, bad acting. It just didn't make any sense. It was weird. It was so weird. I can't believe it got made. It just seems like a such a mess to me. But
2: doesn't it feel good, Chris? Doesn't it feel good. Embrace that. Embrace that. <laughs> <country>. <laughs>
1: all right josh you said you avoided most of the crappy movies or at least the movies you didn't want to see so do you have a pick for your worst uh film of the summer
3: i have been trying i've been trying to find one i mean i i think if i had to choose i really don't have one that i just hated but for for blandness sake or for just predictability i mean i could go with the super blockbuster infinity war because outside of that, I've only seen kind of unique, good mm. movies this summer. Well, I can't so, argue with that.
1: Uh, that choice to, to skip all the crappers.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't have any hatred like Chris in my heart. I don't. Mm. I don't. I <laughs> gave it all to him. It was my <laughs> gift to Chris, and how it's gone, and I'm empty.
2: Mm. Wow. It's, well, I feel right. so. Nothing. Back to normal. Back to normal yes. is what we're saying. <laughs> yes.
1: All right, Chad, we'll go to you. What is your least favorite movie of summer 2018?
2: I had a tie. I actually had written down this tie before Chris went on his rant. I echo everything Chris said about Jurassic World 3. I actively hate that movie (laughs) so so much. So much so that my six-year-old, it came out on Blu-ray, I think, this Tuesday, and my son saw a commercial for it and asked me for it and I told him no. <laughs> oh, and my he wanted God. to know. And he was like, "Daddy, I want it." And I was like, "I'm not spending a penny on that garbage. Not happening." Now, my <laughs> wife, I'm sure, will subvert that. In good parents that we are, she'll she'll go sneak around and get it. Wow. Whatever. I hate that movie so much. But jeez. If I'm being honest, the worst movie that I saw this summer, oh no. May be the worst movie that maybe i've ever seen oh wow and it's not I'm, it's, I'm, it's i'm leaning it's, it's, in i'm
0: bated breath right, right now <laughs> so it's a
2: very specific reason now it's not the worst as far as from a technical standpoint i mean there are worse you know like the room and other movies like that that are just more oh, but uh, that's so much from, fun to watch yeah right this movie is action point People, <laughs> my wife and I love the Jackass movies. When we dated, we were married. We used to go to the theater to see them. And so, when Action Point was announced, we got super excited. Got a babysitter. We were like, "This is great! It's based on a true story of a real theme park that was just the Wild Wild West, and it's all the stuff." So, imagine if you took the premise of a Jackass film and took out all of the the stunts and the fun stuff that normally make those great and then tried to replace it with a plot. <laughs> and then you had the characters of Jackass trying to act for an hour and a half uh, with about six to 15 very weak sauce stunts thrown in, but stunts in a way that are supposed to be part of the plot and you have action point. It's it's so bad guys. And it's not so bad that I'm saying you should sh- see it to see how bad it is. It is so bad you will want to punch yourself in the face when you watch it. Wow. It is, I, we, I think we laughed once. <laughs> Maybe once. It's so, it's so freaking bad. It made like $3 million, <laughs> if that tells you anything. So, Action Point, it, seriously, it may be the worst thing I've ever seen. Wow. Like, when we were sitting there, we were like, if we tried to make a movie worse than this, I don't think we could. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Wow. So, wow. I, I ended
1: up skipping it, so I'm glad that I did.
2: You d- made the right choice, my friend.
1: Wow. That's, that's impressive. My goodness. Great.
2: Yep. I'm wow. enjoying this episode.
1: <laughs> I'm more disappointed that you had higher hopes, uh, dude. The other <laughs> Jackass
2: movies are hilarious. Come I mean, on.
1: sure, I, I yeah. guess. Sure. <laughs> well, if I was to give you my least favorite movie, it, 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 so I guess the cutoff was Labor Day, right? That's what we were calling the end of summer. Uh yes. Otherwise, The Predator would be my pick. Oh, uh, which really? Came out just last week, it was so bad. It was terrible. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, but that doesn't count. So I, I won't be picking that. I will be picking, you know, I, I honestly can't choose between these two because these two movies are so similar and they're so bad that I just have to name them both. So it's going to be The Meg and Rampage. Uh, oh, both- The Rampage
0: oh, is great. Interesting. Come on. Yeah. interesting. Yeah. Come he's, too, on. he's too
3: young to appreciate Rampage.
0: Yeah. That's, well, that's
1: it's right. also the director of San Andreas, I will have you know. Uh, yeah both movies were just really lame and neither one really leaned into like the destruction and chaos of these giant animals that are attacking places and neither one was fun enough or filled with enough action they were just both really bland at least rampage had the rock he always yeah, levels I was up gonna a movie say I like yeah,
2: rampage quite a bit more than the Meg.
0: did you did you see Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom you're saying that that movie is better than rampage honestly yeah it is oh yeah. gosh yeah. oh man Yep, okay,
1: that's So sad. It's it not good. Needed, I'm not saying it's it good. Just
2: needed a bond auction at the end of it, where yeah. they could buy dinosaurs for two million dollars.
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not. That's don't so get me wrong. Bad. I'm not saying Jurassic oh. World: Fallen Kingdom is good by any stretch of the imagination. But oh. yeah,
0: yep. Chad, so. you just reminded me how much I, I hate that movie. I just, I'm telling <laughs> you, dude, it's the worst. <laughs>
2: We should do a double feature of Jurassic World and Action Point, and then our lives would literally implode. They'd have no meaning. <laughs> be the meaning. worst.
1: All right. Well, those were our favorite and least favorite movies of summer 2018. But more importantly, we are going to now hear the results of our box office summer movie wager. We do this every year, uh, so we're going to have Chad break down the results.
0: You're listening to the Screeners Podcast.
2: One of the favorite activities of the old Screeners podcast is our annual summer box office wager. And unfortunately, this year, Melody was unable to participate because of her schedule conflict. So it's just the four of us this year. And I believe, Daniel, were you the winner? I tried to forget last year. Did you win last year?
1: I was. And you know what? I, I, have, a, I, I have a complaint. I'd like to formally file mm. a complaint if mm. I can. We have not mm. yet watched my pick for winning last year. So I feel like there's some kind of, I, I should get extra points on the box office wager because I well, won last year.
2: What was your pick for us? See, that shows you how much we paid attention yeah, to exactly. it. What was, well,
3: it, was it was 500 days of summer. But, but yeah, then oh. I, then but I
1: changed already. it. I changed it later on in, in our, in our Slack oh, conversation. Right. I had changed it to a movie that I thought would be a lot more fun uh, for us all to watch together, especially with Chris and Josh. And that would be a ghost story. So and I'm I still... I did
3: not watch the original pick and I watched at least half of a Ghost Story. I it watched I watched
2: at least five minutes of the I, Ghost I Story. I feel like we talked about this because Chris, didn't you start this movie? Oh and then, yeah, like, immediately get out. Oh oh yeah, <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's it's pretty much the worst. <laughs> you gotta you gotta keep
3: watching. Oh. You gotta keep watching. It stays slow. You didn't even get to the. You didn't get to the 15 minute scene
1: of oh. literally just Rooney Mara eating a pie Listen, for 15 minutes. I, I would <laughs> pay hey, money to be.
2: I would pay money to be in the room with Chris during that pie eating oh, yes. scene. You know what? <laughs> he he you know, would run and he would beat his head against the wall. I think it would actually happen.
1: I, yes. I. This still I, has to happen.
2: No, it doesn't. It doesn't. All right. Well, oh, the, the world, world does I'm, not
0: remember.
3: Usually, I ruin everything. This is great. Chris, this right, is all well, your fault.
2: I think what we've learned here tonight, <laughs> Daniel, is that they gave it the old college try. I don't and think so. Unfortunately, <laughs> couldn't make it happen. I saw a Ghost Story all the way through, so maybe someday we'll be able to talk about it again. I think you and I talked about it in a mysterious unreleased episode. Yeah, when the jo- lost
1: bonus episode that it never is. came out. So to
2: when life. Josh and Chris watch it, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do a, a retrospective. How does
3: it on, end? Is on... there still a ghost? Because I might have seen the whole thing. I. I just I think we didn't have time to finish it when we started it.
1: We're all ghosts, John. He
0: takes off the sheet at the end and it was all just a joke. Oh,
2: That's exactly right, Chris. Oh, Welcome to the Screeners Podcast, people. All right. That takes us to two thousand and eighteen. So the rules are simple. The person who gets the closest and most accurate list of the box office summer from essentially the opening of the Avengers to Labor Day. Gets a certain amount of points based on how close you were to where the thing shook out. And the winner gets to pick a movie or TV series three hours or less that the others at some point are supposed to watch. And supposed then to back. watch, but won't. <laughs> and <then we> come, <laughs> Correct. And then we come back. Which is going to so, be fun because this year I'm going to give it the old
0: college try again. So
2: <laughs> just so everybody so, understands whatever's yes. going to happen here. So for 2018, we are very, very, very happy to announce that the universe is realigned, all things are right, and Chad—yes, that's me—has ascended back to his rightful place atop the throne of the 2018 wager. Wow! Uh, I came so much in, You're so humble, it's true. man. This is—it's it's wonderful true. to hear it's you. Just because Melody it. wasn't here this year, I feel good about it. I feel good about it. So uh, I won with a total of uh, 69 points, and in second place, the silver medalist, if you will, three points behind with 66 was Daniel. But if you count who, my
1: bonus points for you guys not having completed my, my film watching, <laughs> then I think and I moving won. moving along
2: to the third place bronze <laughs> medal, we have Chris with, a, with only two points behind. Daniel was 64, And with the record low, I mean, really, history of (laughs) the summer box office wager coming in fourth with a grand total of forty-four points. Yes, yes, you heard that right, people. That would be our very own Josh Ziegler. Take a bow, Josh.
3: Pop, pop. <laughs> so, I
0: feel like we should so, just talk about his list because we do so it. Oh, yeah. Real. let's do it right now.
2: Believe me, we're Look. going to because it has some brilliant stuff on it, people. It has some brilliant stuff. So I think it was safe to say that all of us thought Avengers, including Josh, Avengers Infinity War was going to yeah. be number one yep. uh, at the box office and we were all right. So we all started with uh, 13 points right out of the gate because if you'll remember the rules, if you guess number one or number 10 exactly, then you get 13 points. And so we were right. Avengers Infinity War was number one at the box office with a current take of 678 million domestic. So no surprises there. I do think, however, this, is, this next pick became very important because yeah. I think universally most people thought part number two had to be Jurassic World part two. The first one made a ton of money and then nobody expected it to drop a lot. Nobody that is except for me and Josh. So we had Daniel and Chris who both picked Jurassic World 2. Yeah. Um, And so what was just your conventional thinking? You just thought that there's no way it could drop as much as it did?
1: If you remember, throughout when we recorded that episode... I was hating my pick right there. I I didn't want to put Jurassic World two there. I, I regretted it, and when you were describing why you put Solo there instead, I was saying that that you had it right on, and you were wrong about Solo. It turns out, but well, we'll get to that. But I, I just did not think Jurassic World two had any reason to be number two, but I couldn't I couldn't justify moving
3: it.
2: Yep, and Josh, you had Deadpool two there, and I think your logic was something about the first one was kind of funny
3: so, well the first one was a surprising box office performance for an r-rated movie especially an r-rated comedy but i don't look at actual numbers so that would, that would be <laughs> very solid play that would very be the theme play. of my list i did not look at any actual numbers but you really
0: weren't that weren't that far off yeah to be honest i mean it, yeah, it, I
3: got, it wasn't as insane as you two. thought yeah, Chad only got three points for number two. So correct. Uh, who's talking? That's a
2: very good transition to me taking the biggest swing and a miss. I was convinced Solo was going to do better. I was just convinced wow. Wow. that it would, and it was even. It made it even worse when I actually enjoyed the movie quite a bit. But yeah, I put it at number two, which really hurt me because it actually ended up at number six, which mm. we'll, we'll get to there uh, in a bit. So I wasn't just off. I was way off. But that does take us to our third picks, and this is where I put Jurassic World 2, which turned yeah. out to be the difference maker for me because it did end up coming in number three with a domestic take of $415 million. And this is where our list actually started to diverge. Daniel had Incredibles 2. Chris had Solo third, and then Josh also had Solo. So what were you guys thinking? You thought Star Wars was going to still have that brand power?
0: Well, I thought for sure it would be number three. You know what I mean? Like I knew that it wasn't going to... I didn't feel like it was going to be number one or number two, but I thought for sure this the star wars brand like you just said would push it at least that far and it is still shocking I mean we just said it but it is still shocking that it ended up at number 7 that that says a lot even though it's mm. still a lot of money it still says a lot about the star wars brand not being nearly as powerful as it was maybe even a decade ago so that's that's pretty that's saying something it really or maybe is. even
3: a year and a half ago yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah same here it's i i thought it would be high up there too but it turns out it's the only star wars movie i haven't seen so far so mm.
2: Well, you not seeing a movie actually doesn't say much, but I'd well, when I've a... seen
3: the rest of them in a series, it does because yeah, usually I, gotcha. I don't, I'm not even there. It's take true. Jurassic Park for example. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Daniel, you, you know, we it the what helped you win last time was the very surprising success of finding Dory, and mm-hmm. so it looks like here with you, you you had Incredibles two higher than anybody else. Yeah. So I think probably somewhere in the back of your in your brain you were hoping for another round of that. What what made you think that was going to do as well as it did?
1: Because it all they always do. Like that that's the thing. All, the Pixar films always do so incredibly well, well, pun so well on these lists. Uh, and so I'm act you know I'm I'm disappointed that I didn't put it up at number two. I mean it it almost outgrossed. I did. What's the final gross? Do you have that in front of you?
2: Yeah, the final gross for Incredibles two was $602 million. Compared
1: to what, what did S- Avengers
2: have? Avengers has a, quite a bit more, si- oh. $678 million, gotcha. But okay. it's almost $200 million more than Jurassic World. Yeah. So it crushed everything else.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and it helps that it was an amazing movie, a better movie than Finding Dory was. And so, yeah, these Pixar movies always, or not always, but generally do very, very well uh, in the summer. So, yeah, that's, that's why I put it there.
2: Yeah. And then Daniel dropped down the solo Star Wars story uh, at number four for his four pick. Chris went Incredibles 2. I went Incredibles 2, which, which helped us there. But that felt we so
0: good. I mean, come on. You were talking about Marvel. You're talking about Jurassic World and Star Wars. Surely that would do better than, you know, In Incredibles. I just thought, you know, it's a kid's movie I know, but still, like, come on. Th- those are proven properties. And somehow... Huh.
2: I am Pixar with you. came
0: out, you know what I mean? And That's insane. It didn't
2: just come out, just yeah, slayed everything it did. else. No doubt. Yeah, so Incredibles ended up number two. So that gave us five points there. And then Josh, being the eternal optimist that he is, look placed <laughs> Won't You Be My Neighbor at number four. It's important to note that the highest-grossing documentary of all time barely cracked $100 million. So Josh was hoping for this one to crack... Uh, 350 million so you know you got to have a dream right Josh
3: look in my defense I have no idea what's going on <laughs> <laughs> for, <laughs> that just for needs this. to be a sound clip Edit, that, that just needs <laughs> to go
0: somewhere that That's should a, be my new ringtone <laughs>
3: <laughs> no but for this pick I got I stepped into my time machine I knew this movie was about Mr. Rogers so I stepped into my time machine went forward a year and assumed this was the Tom Hanks movie without actually looking up any background information whatsoever. Again, my theme is I don't know what's happening and I don't look at numbers. I apparently don't look at faces either or genres or (laughs) anything.
2: Or the internet. Uh, And let me also say, if you do go forward in time, Tom Hanks' movie will also not make $350 million. (laughs) But, potato, potato.
3: I was optimistic for Tom Hanks. And it wasn't the Tom Hanks movie.
2: So now that takes us to our number five picks. And three of the four of us had Deadpool 2 at number five. Yeah. It finished at number four. So me, Chris, and, and Daniel all got seven points for that. Josh had Incredibles 2 at number five, which is that's pretty high. That's pretty high, although none of us expected where it would actually end up. And this is where things really start to diverge. And as the points shake out... What we see is that the very last week of the contest, the last weekend, Labor Day weekend, had some major shakeups in this area, and when we get to number 10, and it impacted uh, who ultimately won. And what I mean by that is, I was going to win, but I was going to win by a lot more until the last weekend. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. <laughs> so
3: <laughs> thank you for that. Num-
2: You're welcome. So, number five ended up being Ant Man and the Wasp. And so at the sixth position, Daniel had Ant Man, Chris had Fallout. Josh had Jurassic World and I had Ant Man. And up until the very last Sunday of the contest, Ant Man wa- and Solo were switched. Solo was sitting comfortably at number five and Ant Man was behind it. And this is how close it finished Ant Man ended up with 213,977,000. Solo ended 213,706,000. <laughs> So less than $200,000 wow. in the very last weekend. And I was so mad because I, I had it nailed perfectly for 10 points. And when those switched, it ended up costing me there. Um, so And Daniel as well. Daniel also had, had Ant-Man at number six. And so it helped him uh, and hurt me. But uh, the good guy still won. So, Daniel, you had Ant-Man and the Wasp at six. Chris had Fallout, Jurassic World. And, and then we go to our number seven picks. Now, this movie, Daniel, this was the one that we talked about that was kind of the wild card. There's mm-hmm. usually this female movie. And who, who knows? It could be as high as fifth or it could be as low as 10. You ended up putting Ocean's 8 at number seven. And uh, what was your thinking behind that?
1: I, like you said, there's always that one female-driven movie, uh, which is that's so sad to say. There's al- there's always the one out of ten. Uh, but yeah, I I really thought, I, I well, first of all, I thought the movie would be better, and I thought it being better would drive more people to th- to the theater, and it still made, it still made a decent amount of money. I mean, it cracked the top ten, but I I thought it would do a lot better than it did. So I was just uh, oh. I was optimistic there.
3: Hold the phone. I missed that when I was scanning the summer movie list. Ocean's 8 is hands down my least favorite movie of the summer. <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> Hashtag callback. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hands down.
3: <laughs> yeah, super disappointing movie.
1: And, and if it had been better, I, I really... Like, if it had been really... So, instead of just being a... F- an okay movie at best I think it would have gotten a lot of better word of mouth and driven people to the theater
2: yeah so Oceans 8 actually ended up number nine overall with a take of 139 million dollars and uh, at this spot for the number seven, Chris picked Ant-Man, which was close. Yeah. Josh picked uh, Fallout. I was the only uh, one who got that right on. Who I got it really right on for 10 points. Now, people, had Josh not nailed that at 10 <laughs> points, he would have scored in the 30s. I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> but he had the Hail Mary. He called it right on for 10 points. Yeah. And then I overestimated, and I knew this in my heart when I was making the list, I was mm-hmm. going back and forth on Oh, come on. Its don't, don't don't talked, I knew just just it. Listen. Oh, I knew it. It's like it. Daniel we trying to retroactively demote listen, Jurassic world. Just listen to the show. No. Just listen to the show. No. I said this. I was I was going back and forth between Fallout and Hotel Transylvania, which one should be 7 and which one should be 8, and I made the wrong guess. I went with the cartoon instead of Fallout, the greatest action movie of the last <laughs> decade. And so, <laughs> you uh, said so it, I missed not out me. there. You said I did. I missed out there, which now takes us to our number eight picks. And so the actual number eight pick was Hotel Transylvania at one hundred and sixty two million. And I should say to Mission Impossible Fallout currently sits at two hundred and six million domestic. We get to number eight. Daniel has Fallout. Chris has Hotel Transylvania. I had oceans eight or Josh had oceans eight. Uh, And then I had Fallout as well. So number eight, everybody's right around five to seven points a piece. We're still in the pocket. At this point, it's still anybody's game. And we get to our number nine picks. Daniel, you went with Hotel Transylvania mm-hmm. 3, and it actually ended up being Ocean's 8. Chris, and this was the movie that I think that was the wild card that all of us sort of missed out on, and that was Skyscraper. Chris, yeah, you were I, certain it was going to make the top ten, right?
0: Yeah, I was, and this is what screwed the whole list up for me because it didn't show up anywhere. So that's the issue for me. I got a big old goose egg here, and that's that's painful uh, to,
3: to look at. So. There it is. For sure. Chris, have you looked at my points? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Speaking of, no, Deuce I'm just saying, eggs.
0: I'm just saying I'm 2 points away from Daniel if I would have put pretty much anything else there that I knew true. would have been if I would have put the Meg, which I was, you know, considering doing. I think I may have even said it on the show. I thought it would either could be the Meg or a Skyscraper, but I didn't think the Meg had enough time to make, you know, that much money. Um I just, you know, I I hit it wrong and I this is that's what lost it for me. Skyscraper lost it. For at that, least it didn't give me second anyway. That's that is true.
1: Here. Even even between Chad, Chris, and I, I mean, there's only a, a five point difference between between the right. three of us. So it was yes. a pretty close.
2: Yeah, close we'll race. get to that in just a minute when we get to our number. 10 <laughs> oh spot.
0: come on, Chad! You but know what? You you are so proud. I am <laughs> proud. I am.
2: I am. I feel very good about this thing. So, <laughs> speaking of goose egg. Josh's pick <laughs> for number nine was Mario <laughs> <is> <laughs> Day of the Soldado. <laughs> yes. What was the? I want to know what the box office for that movie was. What did that end I, up being? I, this I, summer? I, I think it's somewhere in the fifty to sixty million dollar <laughs> oh range. My. Now, the thing to remember is that the original, which was a far superior film made less than (laughs) a (laughs) hundred million and so somehow josh thought again with his no number method that this would crack the 10 it did not josh it's safe to say you didn't see that movie right
3: correct but i thought that reductionist racism would be more popular <laughs> <laughs> oh my you, don't gosh, to, you don't have What to, is uh, happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> Josh so, just gave a reductionist oh, headline review oh, to a movie. That's
2: what he did. Oh gosh! All right, yeah, yeah, that's, 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 I have
3: not seen the movie, but that's <laughs> yeah, what I hear. I mean, of come course, on. Of course.
2: What? And oh. so uh, I'm just kidding. I think. No, you, you think, yeah. Uh, Ocean's Eight was what I picked for number nine, which I hit right on the head. Yeah. So that it got me 10 points here, which brought us to number 10. Mm. And number 10 is very important, obviously, because if we get it right on, it's 13 points, but it's also very difficult to hit because of all the dark horse choices. Daniel and I both went with Mama Mia. And up until the last freaking Sunday, mm-hmm. It was number 10. We were both sitting there with 13 points. And then the Meg came out of the depths and swallowed it whole yep. and uh, took it over. So Daniel and I both had goose eggs for number 10. Chris had Ocean's 8, yep. which gave him seven points. And then Josh, swinging for the fences for that Disney nostalgia, went with Christopher Robin, which resulted in zero points. Hmm. So at this point, Happiness we had loses. Now, what really got me on this last day, I lost 15 points on Sunday between Mamma Mia and the switch between Incredibles or excuse me, and the switch between Solo and Ant-Man. And there was one. I, I screenshotted it because I knew it would last. There was one week during this uh, contest where I had seven out of the ten exactly right, hmm. and then everything changed. It doesn't but,
0: matter. The only thing that matters is when that buzzer right. that buzzer right. beeps. Man, you're and right. You're absolutely you can, right. You can sit here and say, "Oh, I was a prophet until the last," but that means you're right. you were wrong. So you're right.
2: I was wrong, but I still won. Now, the important <laughs> thing, the important thing to note here, and this, I think, this is the first time this has ever happened. 3 out of the 4 of us did not get a single point for the dark horse stuff. Isn't that weird? And Daniel only got 1. Mm-hmm. So we were all swinging just completely out of our league here on the dark horses. Daniel had skyscraper tag and the meg, which is the one he got for a point. Chris had tag mamma mia and Christopher Robin. Josh had 8th grade. <laughs> Why didn't <laughs> I get any points?
0: Why didn't I get any points for mamma mia? It didn't make the
2: top ten. It only only if it oh. lands into the top ten. Yeah. Yeah. God yeah. was a, and it was number eleven. It was number eleven. It was almost there. So Josh's dark horse, he had eighth grade skyscraper and hereditary, which uh was a good movie, but um didn't quite make the ten. Mm-hmm. My dark horses were tag, which was a big swing and a miss, skyscraper, big swing and a miss. And the biggest swing and a miss <laughs> of all time is Action Point, which I've already spoken about. But it made $3 million, mm-hmm. people. Oof. It made $3 you, million. You know
1: what? What came in at uh, 12th at the box office this year is Crazy Rich Asians. Didn't show up on any of our dark horse picks or anything. No, that, nope. that came dangerously close to breaking in. We, we definitely underestimated that one. Well, and also and
0: the Equalizer 2, guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, so bad. Yes. I'm sorry. The Equalizer no. 2, guys. Yeah, I don't likes, understand that. I, I guess it's love
1: of
2: well, Denzel, it's Denzel that propelled Zell it there, And it's a hit, man. No,
0: no, no. But, but they, how does Equalizer 2 make more money than Christopher Robin? That's a good question. That's a great question.
1: That
2: is, yeah. that's well, that's insanity to me. The thing about Crazy Rich Asians is I didn't think there was enough time for it to make any, because it only came out four weeks, yeah. three or four weeks yeah. before Labor Day. It exploded. and. It, that movie's great. I love that mm-hmm. movie and if it had had another couple of weeks for sure it would have made it into the 10. So any closing thoughts just on the summer in general uh, from just a quality standpoint. I know we've had some ups and downs over the last few years, but uh, Daniel, any thoughts on on summer so f- or excuse me on summer 2018?
1: You know, overall, summer 2018, I think it was a really strong summer, uh, not just Blockbuster. I mean, from blockbuster standpoint, Fallout was amazing. Uh, you know, there are very few flops, very few movies that, a- that actually sucked on that top 10 list. I mean, Avengers, Incredibles, Jurassic World was terrible. But I like a lot of these movies. And then from an indie movie standpoint, there was a lot of great stuff this summer. We already talked about Won't You Be My Neighbor in 8th Grade. Um, American Animals, Blind Spotting. There was a lot, a lot of really good stuff this summer. So I think it's 2018 as a whole is shaping up to be a great year for movies. Obviously, I'm always super excited for Oscar season, so even more great movies are coming. But yeah, I, I, I liked it overall. Summer 2018 was good.
0: A blindfolded monkey with a dartboard could do better than Josh.
2: I, d- I don't I don't think that his I don't think he cares that you insulted him. I think he has I think he's elevated to a plane where insults don't even register. No,
0: I'm sorry. Here, here's my point by, by what I'm saying here is that this this is so just there's nothing. I mean, there's no rhyme or reason. There's no science here. Chad just got lucky. I mean, come on, guys. Nope. This is ridiculous. I mean,
2: I got nine out of the 10. Daniel also got nine out y- of 10. You beat
1: me by three points. You beat Chris by five. It was very close. I know.
2: I, I, say, I also got nine out of I 10. All I heard is I beat you, and then I, my I my did just, just as well working. as you
0: did. I got nine out of 10. Yeah, Josh... Come on, what the heck? We all got 9 out of 10. What are you talking about? I know, but Chad Chad just made the point. It goes, I got 9 out of 10, (laughs) and Daniel got 9 out of 10. And I
2: also said, Daniel got 9 out of 10, and then I don't care about your list because the numbers are too low. (laughs) But I'm just saying, I got 9 out of 10, too.
0: I got to say, never mind. Right,
2: but the game is to place the 9 out of 10. Just calm down, Chris. It's okay. It's okay. So that that will wrap up our summer 2018 box office wager. Good game, guys. I appreciated it. Uh, I think it was a lot of fun. Send us in your list and let us know how you did. We are interested to see how many people scored less than 44. That's what I'm really on the lookout for. Did anybody score less than 44? Let us know. Now, to the victor go the spoils your movie and here's the thing yeah i'm not watching it you (laughs) you may have already seen it you may have already seen it and that's okay i'm fairly certain josh hasn't your movie is and this movie was 19 from the 1980s it's weird al yankovic's uhf
0: oh yeah never totally
2: weird al yankovic's uhf i want you to watch that because i want us to talk about it that is your assignment and you're welcome because that movie is amazing
1: Hey, Chad, but, you you know, I really respect you. I respect that you won this competition. You did a really great job. So I'm going to watch that movie. I really, uh, I'm going to watch that movie for you because that's the agreement that we made.
2: (laughs) Daniel, I watched the movie. I did my part. Thank you very much. I watched Ghost Story. Thank you very much. Whatever. I didn't, and
0: I'm never going to. (laughs)
2: Well, thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We're happy to be back. We're gonna look forward to a great fall season with many awards, uh, with many awards movies coming out, and we'll be sure to dig in and give you our thoughts, even the ones that Chris and Josh stop watching after five minutes. Yeah, yeah. But thanks for uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.
0: And
1: that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to screenerspodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.